This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Just a city boy. Yeah. Born and raised in South Detroit. All right, uh, former Journey frontman Steve Perry uh, has taken ish with one of the band's current business practices. He's filed a petition to cancel the trademark registrations filed by two of the band's other members back in 2020. According to Ultimate Classic Rock. Ultimate Classic Rock. Perry filed the petition against longtime Journey members Neil Schoen and Jonathan Kane, claiming that the pair had failed to register 20 Journey tracks through Freedom JN LLC for usage in marketing hats, uh-huh. T-shirts, athletic jackets, and other paraphernalia. So the singer he's... claims that the 2020 filing violated an earlier agreement that stipulated the agreements must be made with prior written unanimous consent of all partners in each instance. The petition list of following tracks for trademark registration will now be reevaluated. Uh, Good Morning Girl, Only the Young, Trial by Fire, Any Way You Want It. Stay a while, love and touch and squeezing, oh. will in the sky, raise on radio, when you love a woman, open arms, still they ride. Who's crying now? Hopelessly in love, send her my love, after the fall, girl can't help it, ask the lonely, <laughs> I'll be alright without you, stone in love in separate ways. Uh, Journey went on a hiatus after the band's 1987 Raise on Radio tour, but the singer returned in 95 for the reunion tour and the 96 album uh, Trail by Fire. In 1998, Perry would once again bow out as the band's lead singer. But then they started uh, singing with uh, Steve Gary. So, front of the group until 2006, Jeff Scott Soto took over vocals between 2006-2007. Arnell Pineda joined the band in 2007. Don't you boo that man. Hack! Uh, Perry was with the band at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction in 2017. Tensions rose again. I know, hold on. Hate it when tensions rise. I know. Um, in 2021, when longtime bassist Ross Valerie and drummer Steve Smith were booted from the group, they attempted to gain control of the band's business decisions. Schoen and Kane were able to use their 98 written agreement with Perry to maintain their rights to the group's name and trademark, um, and a financial statement was not met. So Valerie and Smith, um, they, they're they just gone, Jim. So yeah, yeah, that got settled. Yeah, but yeah, I I understand Steve. He probably doesn't want his song uh, to be used on like a banquet TV dinner chicken breast medallion. Well, it sounds like it's clothing. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be huge money though. So he doesn't want lyrics yeah. or references yeah. to these songs on clothing. Fair enough. I think so. God, the the run that band had from like. 78 to 90 right will never be touched right god what a what an amazing run of records give me pc too yeah buddy um here your boner was here huge when i was playing this so here we go oh no it's not gonna do it hold on hold on wow son of a bitch
silk. Kind of a gay song. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't gay. I was saying the guy's pure silk. So what's his deal? Is he married? Uh, I don't know whether he remarried. I think his girlfriend died of uh, cancer or something. And, yeah. and, and then he got he physically wasn't able to tour because uh, of hip issues, I believe. Somebody had to correct me on that. And uh, he just took too much time off, and the band's like, dude, we got mansions to pay for. Yeah. We got a roll, buddy. Did you get his Christmas record? I saw the Raised on Radio uh, tour. That was amazing. In 87? No, 88 or something. Is it a stadium? Uh, no, I didn't get his Christmas record. He didn't send me one in the mail. Steve Perry, The Season. Uh, is that new? Um, I don't know, but this is some terrible... He had a great solo career. Terrible artwork. <laughs> Might as well throw a Budweiser logo and on They're like, there. oh, look, it's a winter scene. We're just going to randomly throw a wreath in a fireplace in the middle well, of the winter abstract, scene. abstract, like Journey Records were. The, 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 the fireplace is a portal to the spaceship, to the planets they had on their records. Good morning, girl. You smell like onions. A skank. Man, oh man. I remember when my sister introduced me to Journey. Like the uh, like the departure record. Early. 78, 79. I was a punk. Walks like a lady. Line of fire. Oh my God, those songs. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, they had a, uh, if you want a weird uh, Journey record, and I only know this because in the industry, they send you the records. They used to, uh, unless you're selling a $60 vinyl now from uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, yes. They don't say, send you that. you got to go buy it. But um, They had a weird soundtrack they did to a Japanese fantasy film. It was called Dream After Dream. And one of the songs was a B-side to Open Arms, which was, you know Open Arms, right? I do. It was huge. It was like 82 or whatever. Right. It was huge. Yeah. And that was the B-side. So they kept trying to recirculate that thing. But and people were like, kind of never, meh. Meh. You know, meh. I kind of never took off. Do you have a favorite? Uh, No. I only really know the names of like two Journey songs. Yeah, but they're the good ones. I know Don't Stop Believing. Sing It, Sister. Uh, and, uh, well, I guess that's the only one I know the name of. I would have thought you being, what year did you graduate? I was supposed to graduate in 99. I graduated in 98. Oof, tough. Um, I'm surprised though you don't know like the separate ways and the the faithfulies and I mean the monster radio staples. Well, you know when I quit the hog, I told them I was I made a deal with myself. When I got into radio, I would never play a Journey record, <laughs> and they had Journey on the list. Like, now, this and is, I was like, I gotta go. This is the weirdest contract writer, Bron M and M's, and no Journey song. Yeah, this is really weird. I was like, I'll I'll see y'all. <laughs> Peace. So that's why you left Milwaukee. You wouldn't play a Journey song. Yeah, you're hilarious. Yeah, I um, I can't believe the paycheck, these the the small pittance didn't override your your uh, code. No, of honor. 
No, well, yeah, I mean, I was upset that they blew up a 20-year-plus heritage station for for the hog. So. And then they started playing... Journey. Journey. Yeah. Laser <laughs> just, did not play Journey. Right. I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the most pussy song Laser would play? Oh, they would play some pussy. Like, uh, like a Sticks song. I don't even think so. It's harder than that. Yeah. Okay. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. I think I was wasn't here. Yeah, and I probably Creed. I guess is the most pussy. Oh, okay. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. Every, well, you had to play Creed. Well, yeah. I mean, we played Creed that first record. You had to. We didn't know they were rowing the canoe in the douche town. At the time. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Okay, um, so you've seen the band t-shirts at Walmart and Target, right? Yeah, I bought a couple of them. Yeah, what'd you buy? Oh, uh... <clears throat> I think I bought an ACDC because uh, my other ones are wore out. I mean, I wear them. I just wear them, you know? Clothes. I don't you ca- wear them. I don't care if my ACDC logo comes from Walmart. What do I care? Okay. Um, well, don't assume you can relate to someone who's wearing a shirt of a band that you like because I'm going to tell you something right now. If they're young, there's a solid chance they don't even know the music of the band that they're wearing. Sure, don't care. The Wall Street Journal did a big write-up on how old band logos are trending right now. Yes. that Christy told me, my wife is the country music director. She put the, in country. She put the the queer in Q. The, no. Wait, what? How's it go? The, the Q is for queer. Uh, what was I saying? Band shirts. Oh, uh, the big th- trend in Nashville now is for all the uh, artists' wives to wear Def Leppard, ACDC, Guns N' Roses. Not that it's a new, new thing, but uh, they all show up at uh, shows and bars now wearing their, uh, sporting their old rock logos. Right. So that's the thing, which is, who cares? Uh, so they talked to a dad who was all excited when his 17-year-old daughter bought a Rolling Stones shirt and a Metallica shirt, but then she couldn't even name a single song by either of them. So he pushed her out the vehicle, which is what you should do. They also talked to a middle school teacher in St. Louis. He says he sees shirts like that every day, and it's always a letdown when the kids aren't actually fans. Right, right. <laughs> well, it can still look cool. I mean, the Coca-Cola logo is cool. Maybe you don't drink Coke. I, I don't know. It's iconic. But there's, like, I saw somebody in a Sublime shirt the other day, and I was like, what up? Now I want to listen to Sublime. And they're like, I don't really know them. <laughs> and I was, like, just kind of stunned. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I hear you. I mean, you know, let's say, like, Bob Marley. I mean, I, I have some Bob Marley shirts. and I go to Jamaica a lot. But, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I appreciate his hits. These kids don't even know any of the songs. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to give you an example as a casual example. I'm a casual fan. But a casual fan is even more than what they are. Right, right, They're literally just buying it because they like the logo. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that doesn't bother me. 
Does uh, that bother you? Uh, you think about that quite a bit? I don't know. I don't think about it quite a bit. I think about it when I read it in a news article. <laughs> right. But uh, no, it, it's it's the disappointing thing because I can tell you one thing. If I'm in a store and there's somebody else in a crowbot shirt, yeah. I get excited. Right, right. And right. I'm like, yeah, so what You want to talk? Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. You know, and I know throughout the whole metal community, you see someone in a non point shirt, you're like, what up? You're the gatekeeper. I'm not the gatekeeper. Um, but so when somebody's wearing a shirt like that and they don't know the band, it's Listen, like, oh, maybe I thought we were in a group together, but we're not in a group together. Maybe you shouldn't harass strangers. I'm not. Trust me, I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely nothing to do with them. Uh, uh look. So uh, it's more like, and then it's also part of it if it's young kids doing right, it, right? right? You're like, oh, dudes, that's pretty sweet. I love that. You know, right. When I was that age, I was jamming out to Nirvana, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, ass- I assume there's a lot of people who wear Harley shirts that don't own Harleys. But, you know, I still give them a bump. I'm like, dude, red shirt. But I, I will all argue that a Harley shirt is different. That's a brand. Well, a band is a brand. But it's a brand. They make clothing. Harley makes clothing, <sighs> yeah. right? Yeah. You don't have to, I mean, wearing a band logo to me, why would you wear a band logo if you don't like that? I don't judge anybody on what they wear. Maybe I'll throw them a compliment. I'm not going to judge them on it. No, I I ain't judging. I I could care less. I ain't judging. What I'm saying is it would you you feel this sense of community you instantly you already have something in common with this person, a perceived commonality. Right, but that's I don't I don't bother them. I'm gonna go to some up to some dude at Olive Garden, which I love, by the way. The pasta shells are fast. That's where you're gonna find posers. That's for sure. <laughs> Dick bags. Name three songs, you asshole. Oh, name three songs. Is that? Oh, is that how you? No, that's a trend. Is that the criteria? All right. No, it's name a three songs. Ongoing online joke. Right. A poll last year found the most popular band logo shirts are ACDC, Aerosmith, Queen, Pink yeah. Floyd, and Green Day. Well, the Aerosmith logo is amazing. Totally. I love the Aerosmith logo. I, I don't fault anybody same thing. for it. I can guarantee I see people in Ramon shirts. I'm like, they don't know Ramones. They, there's no way. Look, look, you know? let me tell you something, dude. Sometimes people just wear crappy shirts and they don't even know why they're wearing them. Maybe they just... Look, I see guys at the gym that wear like a, a shirt from a... a like a half marathon with some cheesy uh, uh, sponsors on it. Yeah. It's not exactly sexy. You're just wearing it because it's something to put on. Yeah, but if they didn't run the half marathon and they're wearing the shirt, that's kind of skeezy. <laughs> You're dumb. You're dumb. No, it's my point being, it's just a shirt to get you to point A to point B. That's all it is. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just, if you're wearing a queen shirt... The assumption is you know Queen songs. Right. If you're wearing a JJO shirt, the assumption is you listen to JJO, right? I don't know. Because I'm not going to bother. I ain't going to wear a shirt or something I don't know. What if they're dicks? If the band are dicks? Yeah. <laughs> what if their music sucks? And I'm just wearing it around. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it'd be like walking around with a shirt with Hitler's face on it. I don't. Right, see you're like, oh, it was just to give uh, me point what? A to point B. Was this guy in a band? <laughs> was he the lead singer of uh, Aerosmith? I, I don't know what who this guy is. Weird mustache. 
Look, it's Magnum P.I., the, the, the Holocaust years. I, don't, I, I don't, was Charlie Chaplin this no, whole time. I, I, oh, man, you get you really get, you're lathered up, dude. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, uh, to me, they're supporting a band, whether they know it or not. Now, I assume when you buy a shirt at Walmart, maybe a few pennies trickle back to the band. It ain't going to the workers making it, that's for sure. <laughs> that's fact. But maybe somehow, some way, a little money trickles back. I doubt it. Not that ACDC needs it. But... There you go. Whatever. Hi, how's it going? Oh, my God, you guys are hilarious. What uh, What do you got there? I love it when I see somebody, some teenager wearing a Che Guevara shirt. That was the biggest racist murderer. Who did he say? Who? A Manson? Che Guevara. Oh, oh, Che, Che, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. right. That's another one. I, I want the what? same thing. I, I feel like Walmart used to sell Che shirts. I, where oh, did yeah, I? Right. They used to be everywhere, dude. Well, because People Zach, buy, you know? Zach De La Roca would wear one, and then that's when right. boom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we had, dude. We had a guy, hey, you know, we had a guy uh, drinking on State Street. He was wearing a Cobb's shirt. Some dude came up and bought it off him fifty bucks because he liked the logo. Never heard of Vantage Care. <laughs> So he's like, all right, I'll sell you my shirt. He <laughs> collects shots for everybody. So it's like, hey, we're making money on top of money. I Never love it. Drunk. I love the it. The JJL philosophy. Rock on, baby. Back out. Dude, was that the one and only decom? Oh, it certainly was. Dude, rock. Hello. Good morning. Hey, man. So a few weeks ago, my youngest daughter, she's 14, walks out of her room, and she's wearing a Rolling Stones T-shirt. Nice. And I was like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Teach him. Hey. Listen, it's a teachable moment. Hold on. What did he do? Uh, name me a song from your T-shirt. She looks down. For just instantly says a song. And I was like, I was floored. I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to have a good day. Because she knew the song. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Parenting awesome. win. Parenting win. Exactly. I was like, holy crap. This is going to be one of the best days of my life. Well, look. <laughs> mm. Look, dude, I would say this about the Stones. The Stones are a global phenomenon. Uh, you say the Ramones are a global uh, icon, whatever, whatever you say. I mean, sometimes you just, it's it's aesthetically cool. And, and the Stones logo is. It, but if you go and ask a random 14-year-old, hey, now, right, dude, who is the band right, on your it, T-shirt? I get it, I get it. And she, Nine, I would say 99.9% of the time, they're going to be, I don't know. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> See, I'm just completely opposite of you guys. It's just closed to me. And I know we're passionate about music. I get it. We. Hey, Danger. We, yeah. Go buy, go buy a Creed shirt. Hey, I have Creed shirts. I don't have to buy one, asshole. Okay. And you know what? I don't apologize. Hey. I don't apologize. You know Family what? show. Let me tell you something, asshole. Never apologize for the band you like. That's rule number one. They don't even like the band. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> wow, I get my ears are ringing. All right, dude, I hear you. Thanks. See you, buddy. Hi, how's it? Good morning. What if some poor bastard what winds up, you know, wearing a trap shirt and they get punched in the mouth just because? I was totally thinking trap the whole time. I love that you said it. That's a good point. It's a good point, right. dude. It's a good point. That's like wearing say say you're wearing skate shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't skate. Okay. I don't know. I think you guys. I get it, but at the end of the day, it's just a shirt to me. So I don't. I don't get too verklempt. That was like when the Kardashians wore the Slayer shirt. <laughs> right. 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 
That's Anger. Good. That's where it went to a different level. That's where it went to another level. And I don't know if 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 if, if Courtney doesn't go to a Slayer show. I don't know. That bitch don't listen to Slayer. Well, maybe she does now. I doubt it because Carrie King wore the Kill the Kardashian shirt. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, would, would if we took a poll, would most people that love their bands, or, or no, would most people not wear a logo they didn't listen to? Probably. Probably. And uh, weirdly, it's only rock that it seems to, that we seem to get all lathered up about. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, and Which is great. We own it. That's really, really cool. But at the end of the day. Yeah, we're passionate. It's just kind of a shirt. But I, you it know, just seems like it's kind of posery. I uh, see. To me, if you if you love a band, and I don't, I don't. Are people holding ill will towards Walmart because they sell an ACDC shirt? That's not the no, argument. It, is it? No, right, it's right. just why you're right, seeing right. them everywhere. I, I didn't even get. I, yeah. I love having ACDC shirts everywhere. I, I have. I probably have six or seven ACDC shirts. And and weirdly, I don't wear them a lot because I don't want to wear them out, <laughs> which defeats the purpose because they just said a shirt is a shirt. It's really weird. Point A to point B. Point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care where it comes from. Uh, I just want a shirt with ACDC on it because that's my favorite band. And uh, so I, I don't. Whether I get it at Walmart or not doesn't matter. That's just a point of purchase to me. I could care less. Well, just, and, the, and the quality of the shirt is actually okay. You used to have to go to the show. 100%. To get a shirt. 100%. And pay. So that's why we're seeing more band shirts probably, everywhere. Probably a lot of money. Right. So they're out there. So that makes me okay with it. I love it. I love to see the logos out. Uh, because I'm not going to. Listen, let me tell you something, dude. People are crazy. Go up and tell them they're, if they, they suck because they don't know the band, they might pull out a machete. Leave, leave people alone. Well, nobody's harassing these people. Yes, yes, yes. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. A 56-year-old Wausau man charged with second-degree recklessly endangering safety, endangering safety and disorderly conduct after he's accused of pointing a gun at another driver. Wausau, home of Sammy Smoothballs. Yes, greatest jock that's ever lived. Uh, Todd Pranky is free on a $10,000 signature bond. The incident began around noon on Saturday. Court doc state, the victim believed Pranky was upset when airborne mist from the windshield wiper fluid from their vehicle got onto <laughs> Pranky's vehicle. <laughs> I always laugh when that happens. I do too. I, I always say, I'll sit there in the car and I go, only me gets hosed from some dude with super PSI on his windshield right, fluid right. shooter, you know? Yeah. I mean, it happens. <laughs> the people driving behind me probably get dog slobber on them. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, the criminal complaint states that Pranky was cut off by another vehicle on Highway 29 at the Highway 73 on-ramp in Clark County. Then further down on Highway 29, the man slowed down to 55 miles an hour <laughs> and misted Prank's vehicle. The victim, Pranky, Prank, whatever... Uh, the alleged victim said, Pranky pointed a gun at him when the two passed on Highway 29. Pranky here told investigators he was holding a cell phone to call 911 or record the other driver. 
He said it was a flip phone. But turns out... There was no flip phone in the car. Good. There was, however, a gun. Nice. (laughs) So, nice police work here, Lou. They figured out, oh, he was waving a gun, not a flip phone. Um, He exited at Marathon Stop for a short time, so he didn't have to deal with the other vehicle. He was later arrested at Owasa Gas Station. Expected to learn if his case will go to trial on November 7th. Incredible. Road ragey. It escalates so fast. Mm. So aggressive. I'm so mad. I'm so angry. And the- dude. <laughs> I miss that I'm dude. I'm so angry. Man, Why don't uh, you both have a nice cold beer? Ne- beer always calms everybody down. The next time you uh, get a little crazy about windshield fluid, fluid, uh, think about the times you get behind a dump truck with rocks coming off the top of it. Right, that's why you're supposed to stay like 500 feet I back. know, but you know, sometimes, heavy traffic, I feel, I always sit there and I'm like, only me gets pelted with rocks because they don't put the screen over. It's not my fault. It's his fault. Well, I heard that Pranky was mad because the dude was actually wearing a Nirvana shirt and couldn't oh. name any songs. Good morning. You and Sammy Smoothballs, man. We tight. The greatest radio name in the history of the business. He's missing though. Yeah, we yeah. Nobody uh nobody knew knows where he I'm sure he probably got another radio job and they wouldn't let him be Sammy Smoothballs. Maybe he just retired a legend. But you'd think he would have passed that name on, you know, Sammy Smoothballs Jr. Put him on the radio. Yeah. Uh, see, this it's supposed to be a multi-part series on YouTube. Remember, we found this. Sammy Smoothball is a legendary local rock DJ who dominated the books. <laughs> uh, the books. Oh, my. Live and die by the book. Um, He was on country stations, too. Oh, look, at six years ago, did Sammy Smoothballs die? I asked that question. And nobody answered me, so he must no, be. Everybody's, uh, it's uh, it's like uh, maybe he's in witness relocation. I don't know. Maybe he did something very bad. We gotta find out. And where was he at? Wasa. Sammy Smooth Balls. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Isn't it great? It's wonderful. The greatest radio name. So I have a question about the flex line. Oh, no. Oh, we have uh, input. Sammy Smoothballs here. I'm still stroking. <laughs> Dude, he sounds, <laughs> sounds smooth as ever. Hi, how's it going? Every time I get squirted from a car in front of me, I just go and think about the wife. Random. <laughs> so I'm in the flex line yesterday. And I, for the first time, that's right. Legally? I broke my Flexline cherry yesterday. Yeah, the green light was okay. on. I was, uh, was, uh, what was I doing over there? Anyways, the light was on. So I get in the Flexline, and I'm cruising along, and uh, I'm really cruising along. And this was, I don't know, four? How long was I drinking martinis yesterday? It was a while. Mike, call me. I lost track of time. Give me your phone. I can check your Google timeline. 
And I get in a flex lane. <laughs> Were you here at Liberty Station for five hours? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I get in a flex lane, and I look down, and I'm going 80. Traffic. I'm keeping up with traffic at 80 miles an hour in the flex lane. Sure. Just cruising along, humming a happy tune. Yeah. No stress. No uh, helicopter police surveillance. No speed trap. No cop on a motorcycle. Humming along at 80 miles an hour like it's just another day in Madison. What's your question? I don't know. Okay. Because you said, I have a question about the flex lane. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my question is, if if the flex lane uh, is a free pass, so to speak, to go 80, what are we doing? What are we doing so Johnny Rocket can get to BW3 a little quicker from the west side? What are we doing? Open it up. Make it 70. That's how you move traffic, you numb nuts. Let it out, dude. Instead of one lane going 80. Paul, have you been in the flex lane? I don't use it. I was flat out going 80 miles an hour. Me and Paul drive in the middle lane. I know. Yeah, I stay out of the right lane. I hear you. Because that's the lane you use to get on and off. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you see, the, the reason the belt line speed limit is what it is, is because there's so many on and offs. I don't, I don't think people that are out there going 80 miles an hour, six feet off the bumper of the car in front of them, well, understand. Welcome to Chicago. Well, okay, fine. You know, I mean, it's just there's people out there who aren't comfortable with that, but they still have to use it. There's elderly people taking sure. people to doctor's appointments. But that's there's, the, that's, right. that's the Beltline today. The, the, the modern Beltline today is 70 miles an hour. Sure, but we can't make that the speed limit because then they're going to go 90. Yeah. And and. There is issues merging well, look, with the 55-mile-an-hour speed look, limit. You, you, and I know there's a science to traffic and, and traffic jams and all that stuff, but our answer seems to throw be to throw in a lane where you go 80. Well, it's that, fine. That seems to be our answer here. So, yeah, I was really pissed off last Friday. I was going home. The I had a long week, a really long week at work. And uh, I was going home on Friday. I was looking forward to just going home and relaxing. Mm-hmm. It took me 48 minutes to make an 18-minute drive. You know why? Because a bunch of morons piled their cars into each other. Oh. Yeah. Flex lane? This time it wasn't the flex lane. Yeah. But the problem is is that the difference in speeds creates a, a major hazard well, that you can't get out of. I mean. You, no, you can't change lanes. People, right, people, right, you can't right. move around, get on and off the way you're supposed to, and then all of a sudden you look up and, and everybody in front of you right. slammed on their brakes. Fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. And they pile the cars People up. T-bone people at slow intersections. I'm, I'm just well, saying. Well, look, I understand that. But, I mean, those those are those are situations where 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 you don't, you know, I, I, hey, I have no problem going fast. Dude. Right. I mean, come on. But the thing is, there's a place for it. And, that, and, and a place where you have such great differences in speed with so many cars coming on and off that belt line, it's not really All I'm saying is, my, obser- my observation is, if you're in a flex lane going 80, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you get a get out of jail free card. 
unlike the rest of the Beltline. Well, I got passed by a guy going about 100 this morning. I, oh. it's fastest, <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Fastest guy I've seen in the Beltline in many months. Yeah, I'm definitely fly, I'm flying he, through the air. He was weaving through traffic and stuff, and right. you know where he got off? He was at the stoplight in front of me at, <laughs> at Whitney Way. Always happens. And then he turned up Schrader, yeah. and he got off yeah. He got off uh, right down there, the street to the by the ice arena, a right. couple, couple blocks before I turned right I, here. I, I, he was He was doing 100. Uh, I believe it. I do appreciate the guy that flies around me to the left going 90 and then has to jam back over to the right to get off in the next exit. I see that all the time. It's like, dude, proper, accidents happen. proper planning. That's an accident. Right. W- I'm afraid of what I'd do to somebody if they ran into me on the belt line and busted up my car and caused me all the uh, issues of trying to deal with having a smashed up car. Right. And it, I think I'd get out and take whatever part of my car was broken and free and I'd club them over the head. I, I'd help <laughs> you hide the body, Paul. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. All right. Time to check that moral compass, people. Uh, Georgia woman found... $543 inside a bag of KFC. Mm. And even though she broke, she gave it all back. I have a sidebar to this when you're finished. It reminded me of something. Is there that, vodka there? Uh, not that bar. Oh. It's like, it's more <laughs> along the topic, but oh. I, I feel you. <laughs> um, so here's Judd Oliver. Welcome Good to the show. Uh, talking about why she decided to give the money back. I started counting it, and when I got to 500, I stopped. I said, no, I can't keep this. It'll come back. It'll come back twofold. Mm. I'm pretty sure I would have kept the money. I would have taken it straight to... Ho-Chunk? No, Popeye's chicken. <laughs> like a five-piece for six ninety-nine anniversary special right now. Sorry, you... Doubled up on the chicken yet. Yeah, your KFC, but, your bag full of cash, and your Popeyes. Uh, so uh, I had to go meet a client, a potential advertiser on the radio last week. And Ebo and I were in the same meeting, so I met him. I told him this right after it happened, weirdly. He walked in the building. Anyways, I walked into the wrong building. There were two identical buildings here on the west side. I walked into the wrong building because I'm me, mostly. I'm an idiot. And but I had to poo super bad. So I went so it timed out. I ran to the bathroom. And I'm sitting there pooing. And guess what I see off to the side of the toilet? I didn't even see it when I walked. There was a wallet laying there. And uh I opened it. Oh well, yeah. I counted. There were probably there was over a thousand dollars in it. And uh credit cards. I mean nice credit cards, stuff like we can't have. Uh. We're disc jockeys. Uh, there was easily close to a thousand, or not more of a thousand. And I sat there. I'm like, just take it and go to Vegas. Just go. So. So you did. No. Oh. <laughs> no. In the uh, office at the front door was a law firm, and uh, a lady was coming in. I'm like, I'm like, I have a situation <laughs> so I, I think it's not a loss of you always like a random tall dude to come up to you yeah, and right, say that right. i have a situation <laughs> like well maybe you should talk maybe you should go live with your mother maybe that would help your i want to know the first three things that popped in that chick's mind before you followed up the situation 
Uh, so I said, I said, do you work in a law office? And she could have been lying. She goes, yeah. She, I said, well, I found a wallet and it's flush full of cash and he's probably going to want that back. And she walked in and checked. It was not one of their employees. So, uh, I left it with the law firm and, and I, my, I, my, my mind is free and clear and I did not take any of the money. That bride went out and bought an eight ball cocaine. She did. I thought about that. I'm like, you know what? I probably just got played, but whatever. That's right. I told Ebo. He hugged me and said I did the right thing. Stupid Ebo. He said there will be a, a choir of angels welcoming me into the golden gates of heaven someday. See, now, you probably could have taken like 500 I thought about it. That's a finder's fee. <laughs> I thought about it. You're like, you know. You know, it's like I, I raid the kitchen and I rearrange the food after I eat it. Right. It's kind of like that with the cash. I mean, if you've got $1,000 cash, do you really know you've got a thousand dollars cash i don't know maybe i wouldn't know i don't walk around with that much cash right 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 so i i turned it in i turned it in uh i feel like that's a that's a big one uh, the whole wallet's a big some deal guilt-free living that's a big deal i mean you know credit yeah, cards it's i a mean pain in the ass. it's yeah and i've been there and i've done it yeah and I went through the panic and i drove off from subway in windsor and it was in the parking lot and it's the last place i looked until they called me and i'll tell you i wanted to kiss that sub artist on the lips yeah and you did i did we're uh getting married does christy know nope okay but uh that's all right. I'll comfort her in her time of vulnerability. Um, well, that's frightening. <laughs> uh, uh, there you Sweet go. Sweet Christy. So, um, weird stuff, man. But yeah, you you be you 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 think about it, but don't do it. It's not worth it. Man. Don't tell me what to do. And then I started thinking, well. There's probably some camera out in the hallway out here that saw me go in the bathroom. They're oh, gonna that go, show? It's like they're going to go over the security uh, film and, and find Someone's me. Someone's going to be like, I recognize that dude from Sergio's. <laughs> I walk in. You know, idiot me. I walk out of the bathroom counting the cash going, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm busted. So if you take half of it and then you give half of that to charity, mm. dude. We all win. Uh, totally. It's, no. like, it's a karmic see, I, balance. I take it to Ho-Chunk win more to give more to charity. Yes. It's like a cycle of low probability. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Wednesday, Joanne Oliver ordered a chicken sandwich at her local KFC's drive-thru. Uh, when she got back to her desk, she opened the bag and found a small envelope filled with 543 bucks in cash that had been placed underneath her sandwich. Oh, wow. I had started counting it when I got to 500, blah, 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 blah. Officers from the police department investigated and discovered that someone at KFC had mistakenly placed the restaurant's daily bank deposit in the bag with Oliver's to-go order. Not only did Mrs. Oliver do the right thing, but she saved the manager's job. I see. Now, I would have thought that that was like a drug thing gone wrong. But then again, what... What drugs are you buying? That's five hundred forty-three bucks. Usually they add an even number. My wife found a bag of two thousand dollars at a gravestone. I what told, were you guys doing at we, the cemetery? We, we again? were not doing it in the cemetery, not this cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> she found a bag of cash and turned it into the police department. Yeah, and they called her back. I don't know, ninety days went by or something, and then they gave her the money. So somebody had a guilty, whatever. 
they were dealing with and took the uh, something somebody did somebody wrong song and took the money back to yeah. clear their contract. But uh, yeah, and then she got the money back. How about that? Uh, well, this lady and her husband are currently facing two million dollars in medical bills. Oh wow! So let's. I'm sure she'll get a GoFundMe. Oh, definitely. Send her five bucks. Put my name on a card. Is that how we talk to people now? Uh, Boss them around? I'll tell you one time I wasn't a good guy. Okay. I was at Menards. <laughs> and I, you know, I had the, like the truck, the four wheel push thing that you put like paneling on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not a cart, the, the little push truck. Mm-hmm. So I had it, uh, I had a flat one and I had some um, shelving, two shelving units underneath a bunch of other crap. Okay. So you, you kind of. You had to lift uh, one up to see the other two. I didn't even think about it. I wasn't trying to rip off Menards. And I realized when I got to the parking lot, she didn't ring up that up because she never looked. Yeah. I didn't go back in. It's a, you're already out the door. You're fine. I felt like... And you didn't do it on purpose. All great points. Yeah. All great points. So I feel like uh, it was just... I was in, I was, I've given Menards enough business. Um, right. You, that I, I got to... Like, hall pass. If I would have sent in my 11% rebates this whole time, I would have ended up with... Would have been the same spam. thing. Right, Would have yeah. been the same thing. See, now, sometimes, the, this, this prove, everything's perspective, right? So that lady, clearly in debt, going through a hard time, couldn't you look at it like the universe just gave her 543 bucks? You could. 99% of the population would. You know, and like, how are you supposed to, re- you shouldn't be rejecting that if yeah. the universe is giving you free paneling at Menards. Take it. <laughs> I feel like that's different. <laughs> Menards is worth $18 billion. Well, so uh, is KFC. I don't know about that one. That felt, that felt different to me. Uh, I wasn't out in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, take that, Bob Menard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. Friggin' Bob Menard. Or whoever. What's his name? I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever Menard. <laughs> Mickey Menard. Pick uh, your Menard, dude. Pick, pick a Menard, any Menard. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J-J-O. Doctors in Ireland removed 50 batteries from a woman's gut and stomach after she swallowed them. E. Uh, and it's an apparent act of deliberate self-harm. The woman, 66, uh, treated at St. Vincent's University Hospital in Dublin after ingesting an initially unknown number of batteries. Um, an x-ray revealed a multitude of them in her abdomen. Uh, thankfully, none appeared to be obstructing her GI tract, and no batteries showed signs of structural damage. The treatment team initially took a conservative approach, meaning they observed the patient closely to see if and how many batteries would pass. You know. Uh. Over a one-week period, she passed five AA batteries. <laughs> <laughs> but x-rays taken over the following three weeks showed that the vast majority of the batteries had failed to continue processing, processing through her body. So... Um, she was experiencing bad abdominal pain by that time. Yeah, that'll happen. Wow. The woman then underwent a laparotomy in which surgeons made an incision to access her abdominal cavity. They found that the stomach was pulled down by the weight of the batteries, distended and stretched in the area just above the pubic bone. 
The team then cut a small hole in the stomach and removed 46 batteries. It's like some double A and like some kinky flashlight uh, fetish or something. I don't know. Where, what? What? A Battery, flash- batteries and a flashlight. Okay. You know, so a flashlight fetish. Um, uh, better than sticking a light bulb up your butthole. Well, they, they didn't get in there through her butthole. Good. Yeah, I know. That's why it's better than the butthole. Yeah. Uh, four additional batteries stuck in the colon were milked into the rectum. <laughs> That's right. I bet they look like, you know, you find a battery, you know, like laying out in the mud or something. It's like dissolving. The wrapper's coming off. Uh, uh, to the best of our knowledge, this case represents the highest reported number of batteries ingested at a single point in time. What if she stuck a light bulb in her butt? It would light up. That would be a trick. You know what I'm saying? Because she's got some. Talk it out. Some flow. You know what I'm saying? The positive end is touching a negative end. Whatever. It's happening. It's happening. Are you an electrician? Yep. <laughs> I work for Dave Jones. I just wear ACDC yeah, shirts. Imagine if the, if the batteries literally lined up and a charge was produced. Right. What would happen? I don't know. I don't know. Fire flew from her fingertips as she yeah, rising, rising up her boat. Jesus. God, we are weird people, man. So strange, huh? Very strange stuff. Well, you could charge her with battery. I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. I feel like it's bad for my mental well-being. 63-year-old woman named Bessie Durham worked as a janitor at the Belk department store. She's found dead inside the department store's public bathroom. Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, she was last seen on Thursday by another employee, but her body wasn't discovered until Monday night. Hey. He is right. So for four days, her body just went unnoticed in a public bathroom during a busy shopping weekend. Really? Yeah. Clean your bathroom, people. Well, she's the person that cleans the bathroom. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so uh, her family hadn't spoken to her for four days, and they went to the police station, filed a missing persons report. Um, yeah. Still working with the store to find out what their process is, of closing down the store, inspecting the store, and things of that nature. First and foremost, Belk, the store said, we send our deepest condolences to the family of the housekeeping associate who is employed by KBS, which provides cleaning services at our Columbia Center location. At this time, we were working with them to determine the details around what happened. Um, Deputy Chief said they're going to continue to work with the employers and the mall to confirm when she was last seen. She might have been in there pooping next to a dead person. Totally. 100%. Creepy. Um, What's that? Does that stink coming from my butthole? I'm I'm wretched. A lot of questions that need to be answered, said Beverly Strollman. You wonder why customers didn't see it and didn't report it. But you would think <laughs> the employees, if she's still on the clock, would know that yeah, and go it, and check and see where the hell oh, she's oh, at. Oh, like there's a homeless person sleeping in there. I'll just let him go. Let me see some legs or something. Like, I know we talk about you need to mind your own business and stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes you need to say something. Civic duty. <laughs> Americans report a stiff. Be like, man, uh, there's a dead lady in there, but you know what? It ain't my problem. Right. I'll just check, see if there's any money in the wallet and move on. <laughs> maybe maybe there's something in it for me.
Oh, man. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.